This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning. <laughs> Derek and I are both happy not to be relying on Zoom technology today. We had quite a little uh, thing yesterday. We really regret not being able to talk to... Uh, Mark and Jana Goodman, Judge uh, Goodwin, Judge Goodwin had uh, uh, agreed to be on the show to talk about Festival of Trees, and we were all set to go. And I was talking to them from my front room, and we were all ready. And then all of a sudden, everything went poof, and uh, technology, as it so often does, just kind of failed us, and we had to we had to replay a show. So, uh, you know, you can only do so much. Derek's a wizard, but he can't make uh, technology work when it doesn't want to. So, but we are back today. We are in the studio, and we are going to talk about the upcoming production by DLO of Elf. So with us this morning are Thomas and Jeremiah Strain. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for being here. Good morning, morning, Linda. It's a real pleasure to have you. I'm used to talking to your dad. (laughs) Yeah, he's on here a lot. (laughs) He is. He is. But today I get to talk to you, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's fresh blood. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> Not to make you nervous or anything. Oh, no. No. No, seriously. Um, so, Elf, uh, who wants to tell us about Elf? If there's anybody left who doesn't know about Elf. Right. Um, elf is basically a musical about a young elf, uh, Elf in quotation marks, who grows up in the North Pole and then finds out he's a human. And then he goes, travels to New York to meet his dad and... Meet some really, really awesome people along the way and spread some Christmas cheer. So most people are familiar with the movie because right. that's that's the elf they know. Definitely. How different is the uh, live theater production from the movie? So it's actually a little surprisingly different. Um, it still has all your favorite moments from the movie and it still is like pretty much verbatim from the movie but it pulls some things for the musical that are really nice and adapt for the musical and it's overall just it's a very nice i mean it's a very nice adaptation of the movie okay okay so what are you two doing with elf tell so, me that uh me thomas i am playing buddy the elf and oh you are the elf yeah <gasps> i didn't know i was interviewing the elf yeah it's super <laughs> it's not every day i get an elf well, close so I'm honored. to an He's still I'm a human. Well, yeah. But well, I'm honored to be with you. He's, he's a special. <laughs> oh, that was a nice line. That was good. But, <laughs> you are your dad's son. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's just it's been a super fun time being able to play and embody this crazy wacko character. I mean, he is so far from who I am, and playing him has been just such a dream. Well, here's the thing about the elf that I found fascinating. Um, he draws you in. He's really complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's like a cartoon character, but he's not. Right. And he's got all this stuff going on, and you just get more and more intrigued about him. Like, who is this guy, and what is he really about? So what was it like for you to take that on to say, okay, I'm going to be the elf, and I'm going to bring everybody this magic that that he brings to everyone when they watch him. Well, at first I was super intimidated because Buddy the Elf is like such an iconic role. Props to Will Ferrell for that one. Sure, absolutely. And um, it's just been, I mean, after a while I totally just got more into it. And the more I like researched and tried to figure out 
how to get into his headspace. It's just been, oh, it's just so hard to describe. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just been for me. There's, there's a magic about about Buddy that uh, I think m- might be, I would think, if I were looking at it, I think would be the most challenging part of it. There, It's his magic that he asks you make you believe that he's real right um or or the actor has to make you believe that buddy is real and and the more you believe he's real the more you care about him i think that would be a challenge was it it totally was uh to like combat that is just like finding his innocence for me was what i did and i think that plays a huge role in like the audience connecting to him so yeah i think you're right on that i think that's one of the reasons that People love Buddy. Mm-hmm. It is his innocence, the fact that how he looks at everything, like, well, <laughs> you know, of course right. it's this way. Yeah, he gives everybody. We're all standing around going, what? <laughs> right. He does give everybody the benefit of the doubt, and I think that's that's one of his, like, best qualities. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice if we could do that? <laughs> right, for sure. <laughs> all right, uh, so, Jerry? I am the director. I'm directing the show. Ooh, big deal. Uh, Take it yeah. the following this after is, Dad, for this sure. This is my first big musical directing job. So. Okay, so tell me about that, bud. I mean, that's that's like, I mean, it's one thing to direct a play. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Never directed a musical in my life, and it scares the poop out of me to think about it. So what? <laughs> how did you approach this? Um, so when I proposed the show to DLO, I was like, um, hey, we need to do this show this year for the Christmas season because especially the year people had last year, everybody needs some sort of Christmas spirit, something this year. And I didn't think any other best way to do it besides doing Elf the Musical. Um, And directing it has just been a dream. I've loved this musical ever since it was introduced to me. And I'm a big Christmas guy myself and all about the Christmas magic. Um, And that's what this show is. And it's just been a really, it's been a really big pleasure to direct the musical. So, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe one of the interesting things about this particular show is it's double cast. Yes, so talk about that because, okay, so it's one thing to direct Elf (laughs) with a regular cast. It's another thing to direct it when everybody is playing multiple roles. So talk to me about that and how you how you're dealing with that. Yeah. So basically, the two the two roles that we double cast were Buddy and Joby. Um, those are the two elves and two characters that are double cast. And it's actually been a lot of fun. There are, they both have different perspectives on each character and really being able to crunch down and find their different versions of the characters and give them notes based on that has been really fun actually. And I love, I love experiencing both different Buddy and Jovies. So why'd you do that? Um, ultimately, uh, it came down to a, we couldn't decide because they were both just really (laughs) freaking good and B, it just seemed the safest thing to do also COVID wise, because if somebody, you know, if somebody does get COVID, um, we have a backup that could just go on stage if we need him. But how wonderful from your perspective to have such talented people that oh, you really couldn't decide. That's a that's a cool problem we for a director. We had some great talent come out for this show, and my production team is uber talented. I don't know what I would do without them, and I couldn't be happier with everyone that I got for the show. So one of the things we always talk about with DLO folks uh, is the, the the music, is the the other things that are going on. Is a um, it's a different kind of of theater experience than what people might get at Red Mask. Mm-hmm. which is traditional theater, people up on stage, that's it, we come, we watch, and we go home, and that's it. 
a little bit more complicated when DLO takes on a show. So talk a little bit about that and how you're making all of that work together because you have, in a in a situation like that, you have so many other elements going on than aren't usually the case. Yeah, um, so from a Red Mask show, we have uh, music and a live orchestra and singing to deal with. Um, lovely, my really great music director, Cameron Sheets, um, he is just incredible at what he does, and he's found a lot of the orchestra, and he's helped me out a lot with the music and understanding how to go about that and doing all of that. Um, so that's really great. Um, and Red Mask gets their own home. Right. Um, they get their own theater in their own home, but we have to adapt to where we need to go for a show. But you have a new home. You have Fisher Theater. Yes. So talk to me about yes. that, doing this production at Fisher. Um, I couldn't imagine doing it anywhere else the fisher is just a it's a gorgeous theater and i've loved it ever since i uh i was a kid sure. um and i used to go in there when it was you know down in its dumps and things like that but seeing it renovated and getting to direct a show there is a dream come true i mean it's really exciting and awesome yeah well and it's it's a nice size stage to to block a show in. I would imagine. Yes, it's a very nice size um, stage. So it gives you some room to to maneuver and, um, not that the high school isn't great because it is a great stage and yeah. and, a, and a, actually a bigger stage, when you get right down to it. But uh, to have that uh, theater atmosphere, I imagine is probably yeah. pretty cool. Definitely. So when is the show? The show is November nineteenth at seven p.m. November 20th at 2 and 7, and November 21st at 2. Okay, so plenty of opportunity. Um, and what? Where, does, where do people go to get information and, and to find out about tickets? So to buy tickets, you can go to atthefishertheater.com to purchase tickets, and if you want more information about the show, you can follow DLO on Facebook, Instagram, and visit our webpage at dlomusicaltheater.com. Did that all very well. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody knew you were reading it off your phone. No, right? I totally don't have a cheat sheet. That's not. That's not. It's okay. We fully believe in cheat sheets. It's fine. <laughs> so, so Thomas, for you, um, in sharing the 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 elf responsibilities, how's that to have somebody else uh, rehearsing along with you, or how's that all working? So we split up the runs for the two different buddies. So it'd be like a, on a Tuesday when we have rehearsal, I'd run the show. Gotcha. And then on a Thursday, the other guy would run the show. And it would just go back and forth. And it's all—it's just been pretty nice, just kind of having like an off Do you night. find yourselves, do you find, do you and, and the other buddy, do you find your, uh, you talk to each other about what you're doing or how you're approaching, or are you just both kind of focused on what you're doing? We're both kind of focused on what we're doing, but totally we both watch each other and we're like, oh, that's a cool little thing you just did. Let Good. me Good. try that a little bit. Yeah. So it's the, it's been really nice just having somebody else to almost reference, but also like just having another person to that, so you're not taking on just the full role yourself. Cause it is, I mean, I ran the show like fully for the first time last night. And How'd that go? It was it was so much fun, but it was also I was exhausted by the end of the first act. I'm Buddy is definitely like the most energy I've ever had to put into a, a character. Yeah, and I can see that. I mean, it's not just the lines, it's not just the blocking or where you have to stand or where you have to move, but that that thing you have again that magic 
that you have to bring to that character to right. make him be even viable or believable. Uh, yeah, you got to be working on overload on that one. Yeah, for sure. So, but, so, so much But a great, great experience builder, great uh, opportunity to really show yourself as an actor. So yeah, that's absolutely. pretty cool. We're going we're gonna to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk to these two guys about growing up in the theater, which they literally have done. And we will do that in just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning. Joining me today are Thomas and Jeremiah Strain, and they are here to talk about the upcoming DLO production uh, on what's what's the opening? What's the opening date? 19th? Opening date is November 19th. No, 19th. Uh, 19th that, that weekend at the Fisher Theater. Elf. Uh, go see it. I think it's going to be fun, fun, fun. So let's talk about the Strain Boys. <laughs> Woohoo! Wow. What a, what a interesting I think concept. this could be no. I think. See, here's the deal. Your dad is known uh, for all he has done for community theater here in in Vermilion County, and he's done a lot. He really has. I always enjoy talking to him about theater and and all the projects that he has. So I've got to assume that since you're sitting here talking about Elf, that that you are Elf and you are the director. Obviously, you grew up in theater. For sure. So For talk sure. to me about that. What was that like? Is Was that from the very beginning you were trailing after your dad to go to some theater production or learning about it? Is that how you got interested or what? Well, so when we were younger, we would do like these little shows in our house. Oh, cool. And so my dad was like, well, that makes sense. Let me, and he just kind of, he didn't really push (laughs) us, but he did, uh, he gave us a little, little nudge and he put us in a show in like 2012 and we've been hooked ever since. Yeah. Why? (sighs) That's a very good question. It is. That's why um, I get paid such huge amounts of dollars <laughs> to sit here. Um, I think it's just the, for me, it's all about the magic. I just love, love, love the magic that is theater and can be theater. Um, and the, the, the quote unquote make believe. Um, I think it's just really interesting. And I love the being not yourself on stage and you're allowed to be vulnerable on stage because you aren't yourself. And, um, the acting and the all of, all of the things it's just really great and it's yeah yeah this is really great thomas what has theater done for you as a person how has it changed you as a person because i always ask people that have been involved in children's theater have grown up in the theater um what is it you get out of that that you're still this is always going to be a part of your life probably honestly for me it's being able or like just connecting with an audience and being their escape like that's what the like going to a show and watching somebody else's life is like i don't know it's like a little movie and you just get to escape for like an hour or two and you get to watch somebody else figure out all their own problems and it's like just being able to connect with an audience and being that little uh piece of i don't know entertainment for them absolutely what about you um i have i'd have to agree actually i love the 
I love that the audience gets to come to a show and just escape and not have to worry about whatever is outside the auditorium doors for two or three hours. I think it's really nice. And, um, I, yeah, I mean, just the escape is super nice from daily life. Uh, it's really great. And to think, because if you, if you're really successful, I think as a director, um, you make somebody think about something. Yes, for sure. Walk out the door thinking about stuff. I think that's that's really a very cool moment that you can do with theater that it's hard to do just about any anywhere else or with anything else. So uh, talk to me about uh, Thomas. Talk to me about your acting uh, in this production. So is that where your bent is? Is that what you're most interested in? And by the way, how old are you? And where are you at in school? What's going on? Well, I'm 19 years old and I just finished up my high school education. I got my GED this fall and well, acting to me and all that is, oh, I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to morning. <laughs> For Welcome real. to morning radio. For real. Uh, no, it's, it, um, what uh, uh, what do you want to do? Is this is is acting your thing? Do you like the behind the scenes? Are you happiest being on stage performing? And where do you want to go down the road? My happiest is definitely on stage. I definitely do want to uh, follow a career in performing because uh, that just gives me so much joy. Like, just remember the Lauren House rule. I, when Lauren when Lauren House was growing up in in Red Mask Theater. She always talked about doing it. That's what she wanted. That's what she liked. Have a plan B. That I was the one held, hold, standing over her shoulder going, plan B. Plan oh, yeah. B. I totally so have, have a plan B. So many Because it's hard to earn a living this way. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no matter how much you love it. It's always, it's always on my mind. But uh, Jerry, uh, what about you? Uh, you're obviously, you're directing. Yeah. So I'm is indeed. that the thing you like most or do you enjoy performing <clears throat> too? Um, I am a lot of both actually. I love the directing and the costuming and the hair and makeup and set building and props and all that stuff. But I also love the acting part and the singing part. Um, they're both really joyful for me, but I love the... <clears throat> I love the designing what I want aspect and then seeing it come to fruition on stage. Because you're interested in, in some of the set stuff and some of the costume stuff, For too. Sure. You've got, you got a wide variety of interests. How old are you and what are you doing? Uh, I am 19 years old and I'm currently a senior at DHS. Okay, okay. And future? Future, um, hopefully something in the theater department aspect, just doing all of the things, actually. I love doing all the things and being in charge of all the things, I guess. Um, I love designating people to do something for me, especially when I can trust them and know that they're going to do really great. Um, My production team, shout out to them. That's what they are. I love them. Um, But... Yeah, I just love all of the all of the theater aspects is what I love. I think probably the coolest thing I did the whole time I was at University of Illinois was Craner classes and being mm-hmm. backstage at Craner where you have all this stuff you've seen it you've seen it at Red Mask or Yellow or whatever, but you get to Craner and that level and you're just in awe of all the things that are going on and all of the the people and all that they are doing. Uh, it's an incredible experience. It is. It is heady. You, <laughs> it is hard to let go of. I, I will give you that. Just remember, Plan B. Just sure. Always have a For Plan sure. B. So, um, uh, before we have to go to break, one of you give me an idea. If parents are out there and and their kids have sort of talked about maybe getting into theater, why should they? What What are the things you learn as a person? 
I think, honestly, you just learn a lot about yourself as uh, when you do theater. Um, you learn to be a more outgoing and understanding person and compassionate person, actually. Um, a lot of understanding goes into theater and learning how to deal with your emotions through acting and coping with losses or some really big stuff also helps when you do theater. Um, I think if your kid wants to do theater, get him in a kid's show and then let him go from there. Absolutely. Well... Because of all those things, you, you learn to stand on a stage. You learn to talk to people. You learn to not be afraid or how to get in character. Not, you can still be afraid, mm-hmm. but you're in character, yep. so it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure, <best laughs> Which part. is the greatest thing about <laughs> acting. You can hide behind a character. Yeah. We'll be back in just a moment in Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning with Thomas and Jeremiah Strain, Sons of Paul, uh, and the key drivers of the upcoming DLO production of Elf. Can't think of a better way to kick off the season than to sit and watch Elf. Um, and and better, uh, while the movie is wonderful and we all love it and we can watch it a hundred times uh, and totally enjoy it, the chance to see live theater people, you just can't pass it up. And we were we were so long without it uh, because of COVID that it's just wonderful to have everybody up and running and back in gear and presenting live performances to people. That's a, that's a pretty cool thing. So, um, uh, Jeremiah, talk to me about this production. Uh, what were the things that you, you knew going in were going to be a challenge? And what were the things that, as you went along, you thought, well, that's not so bad. That's working out. Talk to me about that, because I'm fa- always fascinated by behind the scenes. And again, Elf is one of those fascinating productions because of the character which you play, Thomas. Um, because you have to make it believable. You make you have to make Buddy believable. Because if, if you don't buy Buddy... You're not buying anything. Right. So when you sat down to begin to lay out this production and how you were going to approach it, what were you looking at? What were you thinking? Um, I mostly was looking at the difference between the movie and the musical. Um, the movie is so genuinely just an iconic, time, timeless Christmas story. Um, everybody knows Elf. So uh, it was really... Um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Challenging. Um, it was really challenging to be able to to have to take this on, to take the show on, and make it my own, but also make it things that people remember from the movie. Um, and it's actually it's been a challenge, but it's also been some of it has been really easy. Um, like there are some really big differences from the movie, and some of those have been like, oh. Well, that's its own thing, so I can do my own thing with that. And there are some things that are just from the movie, and I'm like, okay, let's do a little bit of the movie and a little bit of my own thing. But isn't that the great thing about any live production? For sure. Because you Definitely. can do that. Yep. It's so cool to be able to say, you know what, that looked really good in the movie, but I think I see it this way. Yeah, yes. That's exciting. That had to have been a, a real treat it for you. It definitely was. So... um uh, 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 Thomas, talk to me about um, same kind of thing, actually, 
when you took on Buddy, did you have a preconceived notion? I mean, everything in your head was the movie, right? Right. So how'd you flip that around to make Buddy you and make you Buddy? Oh, wow. Um, I know. that's Again, that's why I get all these big dollars. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> but, oh, man. So just for me get it doing like taking on this crazy role uh like finding buddy for me was connecting to him through like my childhood and like my mm. innocence mm-hmm. and also through his love of christmas cuz i do love christmas myself and so just like using those things to kind of catapult me in the right direction uh definitely uh helped it was just it was such a hard little it was such a hard challenge but over these past few months it's uh just kind of pulling it back and like kind of giving him these like virtues to always follow and just fall back on um like i don't know it just it made it made me feel more in character having those and just like you know just him having a background to uh play off on if that makes sense. It does. It does. It does. Actually, you 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 talked about that very well. So, does anybody uh anybody getting together a pool to 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 figure out how proud Paul Strain's going to be on November 19th? Well, <laughs> um I think he'll be right there beside me crying in the auditorium. <laughs> he will. <laughs> we he ran will. the show on two or uh yesterday actually and I definitely cried a little bit at the end cuz I just love the show and Christmas that much. Wow. That's really sad yeah. special. It is. And again, um, your job is to entertain people and, and to make them forget for a couple hours all the troubles they're dealing with. Yep, absolutely. And what a wonderful way to do that, sitting in the Fisher Theater. Okay, let's go through the dates again, dates and times. Okay, so November 19th at 7 and November 20th at 2 will be Thomas Strain and Ashton Greer as Buddy and Joby. Oh, Ashton's in. Okay, I, I yes. should have asked about the rest yes. of the cast. Sorry, go ahead. Um, that's okay. And then um, November 20th at 7 p.m. and November 21st at 2 will be Brian Good as Buddy and Kelly Carlton as Joby. Oh, Kelly. Oh, great. How wonderful. Yeah. Wow. Really talented. Well, cast. that's your making. We have to go twice. Yes. <laughs> you sh- yes, definitely. Come twice. Thanks, guys. I really enjoy And go to the uh, DLO website and you can get all the ticket information or go to the Fisher Theater and get ticket information, correct? Yeah, at thefishertheater.com. Thanks, guys. Wish you a good show. What a joy to meet you. Thanks for being See here. You too. Um, all right, people. Join us tomorrow. It is Veterans Day. We will rebroadcast our old time radio version. Uh, of live radio. It was live when when Robert House and I did it. Uh the letters uh, letters to Alma that from the from the front Charlie and and Alma exchange letters. We, we Robert will read Charlie's letters home from World War II, the European front. Give you an insight into what life was like during World War II, writing home to the to the person that Charlie loved more than anyone. Uh, tune in 7:30 tomorrow morning. I hope you enjoy it. It's been nominated for an Illinois Broadcasters um, Association Silver Dome Award. We're very proud of that. Very proud of the work that went into it. The letters are from Sherry's sister-in-law, her parents. Uh, that's Bob House's wife. So it uh, kind of means a lot to all of us. So please tune in 7.30 tomorrow for Letters to Alma. Um, and I will be back in the studio on Friday. 
So join us for Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton. Danville's Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.